0: Grab your Bibles. We're going to be in Psalm 90 uh, this morning. Uh, we're going to walk through a prayer of Moses uh, together. We're in a series called Praying the Psalms, um, what God just laid on my heart that uh, if I can't get you all to a prayer meeting, I'm going to bring the prayer meeting to you. So we're going to just continue this. We've got two more weeks of this, and then we're going to tackle the book of Romans together, verse by verse, and we'll see how long it takes. I know some guys have done it for four, five, six, seven years, we won't do it that long, I promise, uh, but I no guarantees on how long that study uh, will go. But for just this kind of sept- August, or July and August, a uh, little bit into September, walking through a psalm and praying it together, influenced by uh, Daniel Henderson, you'll see some of that content here in just a moment. But, so this last week, I received in the mail, a letter on the, out of the, on the outside of the envelope, it said AARP. And I thought it stood for the American Association of Respectable Pastors. <laughs> that, <laughs> <laughs> wow! I bet that was on the recording. So that was Kathy that, uh, that was on there. So uh, it does not stand for American Association of Respectable Pastors. It is the American Association of what? Retired people. A couple weeks ago I turned 50. And I think it's some database somewhere where they automatically send you this letter. Now, for some in this room, 50 is old. But for some in this room, and especially the first service, 50 is not that old. But I'm feeling older. Like like the gray has taken over, uh, like a vengeance, and I refuse to color it. So that's just one. I'm not gonna do that. I'm just gonna get gray. But here's where I notice it the most. Every time I exert this all this energy, like working at home, the next day or two, I, the recovery, it just takes a lot longer to do this. Elijah and I worked all day yesterday. Uh, we're building shelves in the garage. I am sore today. Like, like the Aleve really helps. And I mean, it's just, I'm, I'm, I'm getting older. And so... Uh, month ago or so, I met with our, our financial advisor, and he's got this program where you punch in numbers, and you're supposed to have this much in retirement, by. and he was asking me, so how much do you, do you want to make when you're 67 to 70, like uh, part-time? I'm like, I don't know. Like, how in the world do you think? Like, this is 20 plus years from now. How am I even going to think about this? And the, the reality is, we're all getting older, and the reality is, we don't know how much longer we have. And we can plan and be wise, but in the psalm today, it's going to say, teach us to number our days. I want to talk through that a bit and pray through this passage. I think Moses has some, some wisdom for us. So uh, let me just read for you the whole psalm. But I want you to kind of do some homework as we're doing this, okay? I want you to note character traits of God as I read through here, and then we're going to come back and pray through it, okay? Okay? So here we go. psalm of Moses, Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations, and now we're, we're seeing that time sequence generationally. we're dwelling place there. some of your versions may say refuge, same thing you've been our refuge, you've been our dwelling place in all generations before the mountains were brought forth or ever you had or you. Or ever you had formed the earth and the world from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. More time reference. He is the eternal one. You return man to dust. Well, that's encouraging. And say, Return, O children of man. For a thousand years in your sight are but as yesterday when it is past, or as a watch in the night. It's just. Nothing to you. You sweep them away, talking about man's lives, away as a flood. They're like a dream, like grass that is renewed in the morning. It flourishes. In the morning it flourishes and is renewed, but in the evening it fades and withers. For we are brought to an end by your anger. By your wrath we are dismayed. Some interesting passages, we'll talk about that in a moment. You have set our iniquities before you, our secret sins in the light of your presence. For all our days pass away under your wrath. We bring our years to an end like a sigh. The years of our life are 70, or even by reason of strength, 80 Uh, Tony and I have a good friend named uh, Rick Duncan. He's preached here before. He just turned 70. In fact, he turned 70 a day before I turned 50. And he's made this his life verse. So in his office, he's got a jar of jelly beans that has now 70 jelly beans because every year he moves one over. And he said there's only eight. There were eight. He started with 80, but there's only 10 left. And he figures for 10 years, what am I gonna do for the Lord? So every time I, I see this verse, I think of Rick Duncan. Says yet their span, those eighty years, is but toil and trouble. They are soon gone, and we fly away. Who considers the power of your anger and your wrath according to the fear of you? So teach us to number our days, that we may get a heart of wisdom. Return, O Lord. How long? Come back to us. Have, Have pity on your servants. Satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Make us glad. But he puts a number on it. Make us glad for as many days as you've afflicted us. And for as many years as we have seen evil, give me as many good days as bad days. Let your work be shown to your servants and your glorious power to their children. Let, us, let the favor of the Lord our God be upon us and establish the work of our hands upon us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. May God bless the reading of his word. Uh, Daniel Henderson uses an outline based on the Lord's prayer where you can take any passage of Scripture and, and start with reverence, attributes of God. And then the response to that is is a sense of surrender. And then we, we can bring our request to the Lord with the help of the Holy Spirit and then we finish with a readiness to say, as we go, God, what do we need? So in you notice in your bulletin, we just kinda of put that outline in here today. But I wanna start out by looking at the uh, praiseworthy attributes of God that we can identify and that we can celebrate together. So what I wanna do is as you look over the text. I'm just gonna write on the screen what attributes of God did you see? We'll do a little Bible study together. Just kind of throw out some one word, two word. What attributes of God did you see in there? Unfailing love. love. We're just going to write all over the screen today. Okay. Keep going. He's everlasting. Okay. I'm going to add the word eternal there. It means the same thing. Hey, what else? Dwelling Dwelling place. Yeah. where we reside you 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 just you live there and and when you add the word refuge to it you know it's kind of a hiding place what else justice Justice, yeah you know that that is an attribute of God that we don't often I don't know who said that oh Austin is that oh yeah if you're this kind of God that means you're gonna have wrath and anger and justice what else I came up with eight. You got it. We're going to keep going until we get all eight. What else? All knowing, all knowing okay? Eight. Yeah. Okay, what else? His holiness has to have I'm sorry, his justice has to have holiness before it. They go together. What else? Power. Yeah. He's the Creator. He's refuge, Creator, Eternal, Holy, Wrath, Love, Power, and Favor. Those are the ones I had. we are going to do. We're going to pause. And I'm going to put a prayer prompt up on the screen. In fact, I'm, I'm not going to, well, these are all going to go away. So if you wrote them down, great. If not, I want you to pick one. Because we want to say this Lord, Thank you for being this because blank. I'm thanking you because something about that attribute just does something to my heart or soul this morning. So let's just pray together. Just short, quick prayers. Lord, thank you for being this because this. A few of you lead out in prayer. Let's do this together. Lord, thank you for being this because Yes. Yeah. It's all temporary, but he is everlasting. What else? Thank you for being all-knowing. There's so much in our life and his life that is unknown to us. We have a faith in him. Yep. Thank you for being all-knowing. Life is precious. He's our creator. What else? Good. Father, we thank you for your faithfulness and justice and forgiving us our sins. That Christ has taken this judgment for us. Thank you that it's not a cheap forgiveness, durable faithful justice Yeah. It's a lot in that faithfulness. Yep. Anyone else? Yeah. Yeah. Your hesed, your steadfast love. Thank you. Someone else. Um, thank you for being our dwelling Yeah. Because there is no other place that is steadfast and stand strong. Yeah. A refuge and dwelling place. We can run to you. Father, I believe that there's other psalms, and I know that uh, um, it's been written that uh, we could just sing your praises all day long. We could think about your your attributes all the time. Thank you, Father. As we think about response, um, surrender to him and to his ways, uh, if you ever want to simplify a passage when you approach scripture, who is God and who are we? And if you think through this passage, who are we, um, I know that you know, maybe you don't find this very encouraging. It's not real, real great words, but the truth is um, we're going to all return to dust someday. This passage teaches that. It says that we're going to be swept away as with a flood or, or like a dream that you can't remember you know i, I you, you know you must be nervous when your former student is gonna be in the room because I had a dream last night that you were evaluating my preaching. So I must subconsciously be worried about what you think of my preaching. So I don't know. So you can give me the grade later and see how we do. But, but uh, I remembered that dream. But, but oftentimes dreams, we, we just don't remember. Our lives are like a dream or it's like that grass that, hey, it looks great in the morning, but by the time it's night, it's gone. In fact, I, I'm kind of meticulous about my lawn. I really try, but I've been so busy, I'm actually letting my boys mow my lawn because I've been so busy, I know it's scary. But the other day, this knucklehead's out there in the front, like, wrestling with his friends, and there's now a bald patch in my grass, and I'm like, How, do it on the concrete, okay? That, that's gonna last a little bit longer. Grass is fragile, so that's what life is. But this is what it reminds us about us, is that we have our limitations, don't we? And we can just list all the ways that we're limited. Being limited is not sinful. It's a result of a sinful, broken world, but we need to recognize our limitations. But also in verse eight, it talks about our iniquities, our secret sins that he knows. So by way of response, how about, I just wanna give you a moment between just you and the Lord. Would you respond in prayer to him, Lord? Even if you gotta use physical hands, Lord, I bring you, I give you my limitations and I give you my sins. Why don't you recognize uh, by way of surrender to him, just take a moment and do that now, just between you and him. Lord, I bring you my limitations, I give you my sins. Father, you are all-knowing, and uh, you know every part of our lives, but we just take a moment and surrender to say, because you know it, we're going to give it to you. You know our limitations, our frustrations, things that we want to do but but can't, and we know that at some point in time, uh, these bodies are going to pass to dust and and. Nothing left. But we're going to trust you without those limitations. We're also able to bring to you our sins. You know our secret sins, which reminds us of the gospel, the good news that Jesus Christ paid for those sins. But we bring them to you. As we move to requests, where we ask the Spirit to... uh, uh, just kind of guide our, our prayer over concerns, resources, relationships, and that comes out of uh, uh, the Lord's Prayer where we say, give us today our daily bread and forgive us as we forgive those around us. I want to draw your attention to verses 12 to 15. So teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of what? Wisdom. wisdom. Here's what wisdom is. Skillful Living, it's where we need to know how to do the right thing at the right time, and that is often complicated. And so we're to God teach us to number our days, be very wise in the days that we have, so that we may get a heart of wisdom. It says, "Return, O Lord," this this appeal. Come, come closer to us. How long have have pity? on your servant. And then I love this next phrase. What's the what's the word there? satisfy. You know they have all these videos on like YouTube or whatever where there's somebody's just painting something or something's just fitting together and it's just like it's supposed to be satisfying. And well, well here it satisfies in the morning with what? his steadfast love. But how often do we find satisfaction in something other than his steadfast love? You can take it to the extreme and call it idolatry. But the goal is, if we're satisfied in this steadfast love, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Make us glad. I just think this is great. Make us glad for as many days as you've afflicted us and for as many years as we've seen evil. So whether it be our sin or the sins of others, those are some bad days. It's, it's painful. And he's saying, give us just as many j- days full of joy as those full of pain so I've just got a series of some, some uh, quick prayers that we can pray together here um, let's just publicly um, Lord we need your wisdom we need, no, need to know how to live skillfully in what how would you finish that prayer Lord we need your wisdom where parenting amen Okay. what else In caregiving, meeting the needs of those that we love dearly. Yes, God, give us wisdom in caregiving. What else do we need as wisdom? Let's pray that to him. Our Our workplaces can be complicated, yep. Where else? finances. Finances, we give them to you. Give us wisdom, Father. Discipleship, yep, give us wisdom as we seek to follow you. Yeah, relationships. May the vertical impact the horizontal. May our relationship with you impact how we interact with those around us, believers and unbelievers. We need your wisdom. Let's respond to this prayer. Lord, Help us to be satisfied in your love instead of what? Say it again. The love of others. others. Yeah. Or maybe just as satisfied in what your love for us, rather than the love of others. What else? Material Material things. The stuff. What else? Desires, yeah. Too often our desires turn into demands, yeah. yeah. Our own desires, our own agenda, yeah. Yeah, too often we run to those things instead of to be satisfied in his love. One more here. Lord, help us to rejoice even though. What gets in the way? Lord, help us to rejoice even though what? How would you finish that prayer? Even when we don't feel like it, you yep. What else? Even though what? a couple, Kathy. Go ahead. What what'd you say, Kathy? In times, of tribulation. In times of tribulation. Things are tough. Help us to rejoice. There was one back here. I didn't hear it. Was... Yeah, even... We, Even when it is completely surrendered, help us to rejoice, yes. Let's finish with uh, readiness. Encouragement and strength for the spiritual battle. Let's look at the last two verses of this psalm. Let your work be shown to who? Your servants, followers of him, okay? And I love this, and your glorious power to who? Their children. Remember at the beginning it talked about from generation to generation. We have a responsibility to to demonstrate, hey kids, uh, this is God's great work and it gets passed on from generation to generation. Let the favor of the Lord our God be upon us. I love that phrase, that favor. Just his blessing be upon us. And establish the work of our hands upon us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. So it's supposed to be that our good deeds are to uh, demonstrate the power of God, and that is to be from generation to generation. So let's finish with this prayer this morning. Lord, may your power be shown through us when... Just finish that prayer. I'll just let the Spirit guide where it's going to go. But Lord, may your power, your glorious power, be shown, be demonstrated, be manifested through us, through our work. When what? How would you finish that sentence, that prayer? Where do you need to see God's power? Go ahead, Kathy, what? No, no. When we minister to others, yes. As we're serving others, we need to see your power, Lord. Elijah? When When we're impatient, yes. We want this to happen now. Yes, someone else. In society, yeah. With the world and the culture going on around us, Lord, we want to see your power demonstrated through us. In fact, may, I'm reminded that, that the world's going to know that who Jesus is by the way we love each other. May your power be in that. We need your help to love each other. What else? Yeah. Sometimes that takes a lot of power, <laughs> just when we need to not say something. Lord, we need your glorious power in the changes ahead. Service time changes and the discipleship hour. Lord, may your power show up there. Where else? Love others, may not love yeah. Loving others and they're not responding in love. May your power be... Present. What else? Lord, may your glorious power show up in our marriages, show up in our homes, our relationship with our kids. As we work to do the right thing, may your power help us. What else? Painful situations, Lord, help us in those situations. Lord, may your power show up in your um, big C church family in the year ahead. I know that politics are going to put pressure on relationships between believers. And I'm asking that your glorious power, your work would be done as we stay united around Jesus Christ. Help us with that, I pray. Just one or two more, and we're gonna close for the morning. Where do you need to see God's power? Lord, I pray your glorious power would be in... uh, the church replants around us. I know that there's some unique dynamics happening in several of them, and just need to see your power. We thank you that you are all powerful. We thank you that you're all knowing. We thank you that you loved us so much that you demonstrated that power through the work of Jesus Christ we give you glory and praise for that. We're gonna to close today with a benediction that uh, um, since Moses wrote the psalm, I figured I would give you the blessing of his brother Aaron on the people of Israel. So would you stand? Um, know what I'm giving? I'm letting you out three minutes early. I'm gonna keep those three minutes sometime, so uh, we'll, uh, we'll be done. But let me, uh, may you receive this blessing. May the Lord bless you, my brothers and sisters, and keep you. This week, may the Lord make his face to shine upon you, be gracious to you, and the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Stick around for a little bit. Have a cup of